It is my okay. absolute delight to invite Shirley Lipner to this podcast because she is a psychic intuitive. I had a reading with her in 2018 when she was living in Santa Monica. Can you imagine? It was that long ago. And it was five years yeah. magic. That like session with you was like one of the best readings I've ever had. It's energy. <laughs> was magical. And I always just loved the way that you approached giving readings, your energy, the messages that you brought through, the joy, the fun. So I'm getting ready to just ask you all the questions I've ever wanted to ask you. Okay. Whatever you want. <laughs> Here we are. And I will say that we already started to notice some, like it might like be a little bit glitchy or you, like it might pause for a second. And Shirley, what was, why, why did you say that might happen? Well, I moved to the desert three years ago. I'm out near outside of Palm Springs and there's so much Native American energy here. But when the glitches happen, it's from Joshua Tree. It's the galactic energy. So it's just part of spirit visiting us. Everybody watching, you know, your ancestors. Are, we're all melt. We're all like here on a big collective plane right now checking in. So what yeah, is going on with what is going on with the collective plane? I know we're right now, it, you can listen to this podcast at any time. It'll be timeless. And I love seeing you just laugh hysterically because uh, a lot of people talk about the shift from the 3D to the 5D. A lot of people talk about, you know, right now we happen to be in a season of Mercury retrograde. Um, do you incorporate astrology into the work that you do? That's something that would I don't know about you. Do you? Um, no, I know, like, I know I'm an Aquarian, you know, I think I have a cancer, right? I don't know. You know, to me, it's just like, <laughs> if it comes up, if I get a feeling I'm an energy person. So yeah. astrology is, I, is a science. And what mm -hmm. we're doing here is like, it's an energy feeling vibing kind of thing, but I love astrology. I love getting, you know, I love, I, I respect every modality of the work yeah. that we do, but I just don't know that much about it. So like when I have a retrograde, I'm like, Oh, okay. What am I going to do? I have to travel during a retrograde. You know, uh, <laughs> like, what do I do? I plant yeah. a tree. What am I going to do? But I, I love it. I get, I embrace everything. Cause I, I always think, well, we signed up to be here, didn't we, at this time and place? Uh, so don't we sign up for this? Was, apparently, so, apparently we out. did. <laughs> you know, I'm like, apparently I we just, did. <laughs> yeah, I came into my work through laughter. You know, I used to yeah. do stand-up comedy. So everything to me strikes. I always go for the funny because life's so absurd. You know, it's just so absurd. It is. So how did you how did you start to make that transition from like being a stand-up comedian? like doing stand up and then into realizing your intuitive gifts when like when did you like stop laughing and start taking it seriously <laughs> well i think what happened was this is a i i had a public public access was very big in the late 80s early 90s because of um because of that that movie you know Wayne's World so <laughs> i had a i had a show on public access and i was the i was the i surely you just and I did housewife comedy. I was a housewife with a young kid. So I'd bring in things. Shirley goes through the mail. Shirley does sushi. I brought in my favorite sushi chef. Shirley exercises. On Saturdays, the psychics had call-in shows, live call-in shows. And I okay, and those were it. an hour. 
those were our shows. And I went, oh my God, for the same price, I could get an hour. And I love psychics. Yeah. I'm going to, and it was just a thunderbolt. I'm going to be the psychic housewife. And so then, <laughs> yeah, then I would do things like I would bring in my kids toys or I would bring in things from cleaning products and things like that. So like right here, somebody would call in and they'd go, I really want to meet somebody. What do I do? And I'd, I'd yeah. hold up the bottle of water and I'd go, oh, Arrowhead, Arrow, go to Lake Arrowhead at two o'clock on a Tuesday. I would give, I love Ooh. to be very specific. Yeah. Oh, and and so I would tell them this. Yeah. yeah. So I, so anyway, I would tell them that. And then I'd hear from them, hey, remember you told me to go to Lake Arrowhead at two o'clock on a Tuesday and I'd meet a guy named Bob. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. You know, and I'm like, you're kidding because I make it up, you know. Right. And then I started getting calls. It was like, hey, we want to get a reading with you. How do we do that? I said, well, you can't because I kind of make it up. You know, I can't, yeah. it's, I'm not always accurate. You know, yeah. Yeah. well, I was an analysis and my analyst, was like, I kept telling him people are asking me for readings. And he said, you know, you do need to pay my bill. Maybe you should say yes. <laughs> so, so I just started saying yes. And that's the key yeah. to anything. Ooh. Just start saying, yeah. I just started saying yes. Oh, no one to say okay. no, but I started okay, saying, yeah. saying yes. Say, say yes to the things that keep yeah. falling into your path. Ooh. I started saying yes. And then that's how I said, so that's how I started. And then it became a whole thing. And then I, I love to sing. I was the singing psychic and Oh. It, but it started from comedy. Like I would bring albums like and sing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like when I, when I, so, so when you lived in Santa Monica, you had this separate studio. And so my impression <laughs> just to help other people understand it is that if you imagine walking into one of these beautiful little bungalows in Santa Monica, and then at the back is like a creative studio, like it easily had such beautiful lighting and such beautiful windows. You could have done like painting or like photography in this, this detached building, right? I don't even know what you would call it. Like a creative. It's called, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's just called a, it was like, well, let's just call it a playhouse. You know? Yeah, it was, it was like, like a, a playhouse, right? <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, okay. So if you like guys I have now, this is like, now. Yeah. I have like one in the desert separate too. Is it separate from the main house? Yeah. This is called oh, a, casita, a but, casita, but I turned it into my it. office. Okay. I love that. Okay. So guys, if you can understand, like I actually walked into this room. Okay. And by the way, I've literally just found you off the internet. <laughs> so I just like found you off the internet. I set up a session. I heard you were really good. Okay. So the word on the street was like in 2018 uh -huh. and still that word is out on the street today. How like awesome right. you are. So I came to your studio and then like, I came to the casita or whatever at the back. Yeah. And when I walked in guys, it was like pure magic. It was, there was comfortable couches like everywhere there was, uh, there were crystals and different tarot decks everywhere. I think that incense and candles were burning. Yeah. Like what you have happening right now behind <laughs> you. And it was so immediately inviting. And then the piece that you had me do was pick out the tarot deck that I wanted you to use with me for mm -hmm. the session. Do you still use tarot decks? Oh yeah. I, I use the major arcana only. So I set it up, Ooh. but because of the pandemic, you know, most I'm, I'm back to in-person readings. Uh -huh. I don't advertise that, but people can get that with me. Yeah. Um, but my clients come in here from LA and stuff too, yeah. but um, now on zoom, I, I show a few decks to whoever's oh. doing a reading and I have them choose, but really 
I've been choosing the deck for them late, you know, for the yeah. last year because I I know which deck you're going to choose. So I'm like, yeah. oh, let's just cut to the chase. I I know yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. So when it comes to selecting a tarot deck, let's say for first timers that are listening to us hang out and chit chat, mm-hmm. I've since meeting you, I've collected like over a hundred tarot decks. Like I yeah. am so yeah. obsessed. Yeah. So how would you advise somebody to connect to their first tarot deck? Do you have any words of wisdom around that? Well, yeah, like I'll show you. I have a couple of decks on my, I have a bunch on the table, but I brought a couple to the, because I thought you might ask that question. (laughs) Imagine a psychic saying, I thought you might ask that. (laughs) This is one that's been very popular lately. I love that one. I used that yesterday on TikTok. Yeah. I love that deck. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. This has been very popular. So I'll hold it up. And some people are just attracted to the it's like, what are you attracted to? Like, go through it. This one seems to have a, a theme of the circles, like back there. Oh, that's it's right. This whole, I think it's like yeah, it's art, got a art whole nouveau. Thing. Yeah, like art nouveau. Yeah, it's, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And and um and then this one is the one that I learned on. It's called the Visconti deck. Oh, Very old. And then I, I can it. tell when some are out of favor. Like right now, yeah. this one's in favor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so this one's not. So what you're want, what you're looking for is. What am I attracted to? I have some crazy decks, not on the yeah. desk, but um, I have some, you know, it's some crazy. So decks, when you go sorry. to, it's very important. I don't let people buy me decks kind of, I want to go through uh, them. Interesting. And yeah. So, so, so although it can work, it's like, I taught a class um, on zoom and some of my students in the class had decks that I liked. So I got them to try them. But then when I work with it, I'm like, Oh, this feels a little like, you know, the crow deck. Are you familiar yeah, with the yeah, crow? Yeah. Crow tarot deck. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. so I met somebody who used that deck and I thought I want to try it. I started, I worked on it with a couple of sessions. I'm like, no, this is too, it's a little dark. It's a little heavy. But then <laughs> yeah. I had a client this week. I had a client this week. I'm like, oh, this is a total energy uh, energy match for him, mm. and he loved it. It was mm. incredible. So yeah, it's really a personal thing of allowing yourself to connect. You know, like what am I connecting to? And so then you just want to kind of go through them. You know that deck? Um, yeah, I think I have. It's that the theory, hermetic um, hermetic tarot hermetic deck, deck from the I Golden Dawn. That, yeah. I have a client that gifted me with that deck. I have it over there on my table and I ha- I use it with his. Yeah, know. I would say like this people, is a deck. Go- yeah, this deck I never use on TikTok. I never use it on clients. This deck is so not nice. I can't even tell you. This is my, this is when I use the Hermetic Tarot deck. I'm like, I, it is so, it is so not nice. <laughs> it's true. I'll tell you, it's not I nice. know my client, <laughs> I had a client going through a lot of stuff. He wanted to learn how to read and he had that deck yeah. and then he got me the deck and I looked at it. I can't use it with any clients. I use it with him. I yeah. feel sometimes that way about the Dolly deck. There's a Salvador Dolly oh, deck. Oh, right. And then, yeah. and then there's one, there's one, I have, I have my computer propped on it. I don't have the cards here. It's called the forest <laughs> of enchantment. Material. Okay. Yeah. Forest of enchantment. And it's, it's dark. You can tell, yeah. you can feel, Yeah. you can feel the energy and that's being dictated by the artists. Like, you know, the, the, one of my most popular decks is the wild unknown by Kranz, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And yeah. all the animals and people love, and it's a black and white background. Yeah. Uh, the background also black and white, but people love that deck. That deck was really popular, especially like I would say even like a couple years ago. But I find that oh, yeah. the the drawings on the the wild unknown tarot deck, not the animal deck, but the the actual tarot deck, 
I find that like as a reader that the imagery is really pretty, but I, I think it's kind of cryptic. Oh, so I see. I don't work with the whole deck. I'm not, I'm not playing oh, with the right. full deck. Oh, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So there's only one deck that yeah. I uh, actually I have two decks, but I only I don't have all of my decks right here. But this is major. This is the major arcana, and this is the Egyptian tarot deck. And to be honest with you, I love this deck. You, you can only buy it oh. as a major arcana. And this deck is so lovely, so beautiful. Oh, if it. if it's a new one, I think you can just pick it up on Amazon. Oh my gosh, so weird. Sorry, hold on, I'm having a moment here because we're going to go back to another question about what do you think's going on right now collectively? Because look at what happened to be at the bottom of both of these two decks I randomly right. grabbed, right? These are two decks I don't ever the use. Death card, death card and the death card. card. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, both of the Transformation. Cards. Transformation, yeah, exactly. So- like I'm like, listen, I get excited by the energy of everything. I don't get mm. any freaked out. If I'm doing a reading and say, pull the death card in or the, the tower or the devil, I'm like, let's talk about this because these are your emotional complications. It's their emotions, right? That's how mm. I see those cards as mm. because life is happening for me. It's not happening to me. This yeah. reading is happening. This this is happening for us. It's not happening to us. We're not victims of anything. Yeah. So when you see something and it's being pointed out, and the future is written in number two pencil, right? But I'll say stuff that <laughs> that I'll say stuff sometimes. It's really wacky with my clients. It's the way out, and then the stuff happens, and I'm like, yeah, but you still had some choice in there. I think that there's yeah. always you know play with it. So I said that I was going to ask you. Yeah. So I, so the death card for me, it talks about the need for transformation. And like I said, it's leaving the old paradigm behind and stepping into actually, it's like, for me, I like to view it as like ascension. Like it, it is, it uh -huh. is actually leaving the things that no longer work for you and then transitioning into this energy where you're rejuvenated. Um, I also view uh -huh. the tower card as being like the fixer upper card, like off HGTV. Right. So it's like restoration right. through having to That's take what everything I say. down. It's like you're yeah. deconstructing. Yeah. You tear down your house and you're rebuilding it. What are you building in the place of that? Do you do annual like um, like predictions for the year? Have you ever done that? Like, like I don't know, like, hey, everybody, I'll tell you what's going to happen could, in 2023. <laughs> I love to go for it. I, I won't say no to doing anything, you know, like sure. I'm open. So if somebody asks me, if I have somebody that just goes, tell me what's going to happen to me this year. And I'm yeah. like, well, if I do that, you're not going to have any fun. You need to make choice, but sure. I'll go for it for shits and giggles. I call it shits and giggles predictions. And, yeah. and yeah, I'll do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried it. I tried it. Right. So I, I tried uh -huh. this, I don't know, back in January. And the thing that I brought through is that it's the year of disintegration. So the tower card and that a lot of things are going through like that death or that transformation. I think for me personally, of course, like having gone through the last three years, it has been uh, a lot of, I mean, transformation, like when I met you back in 2018, I was really focused on being an entrepreneur with a product-based business. I had no uh -huh. idea that I would be doing this at any, at any point in my life. Um, but yeah, but you know, I always, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. What were you going to say? I never remember anything from sessions, but I remember something clearly in that session, which is the bumblebee that yeah. came through. That was yeah. a grandma bumblebee. And that was a clear sign, right? For uh, you. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Okay. So 
in the middle of the session. So here we are, we're in the Santa Monica session. And if you guys can imagine, so it's beautiful. It's like your dream tarot reading experience. Okay. LA style. I just want you to understand. So beautiful. So in the middle of this awesome session and like her, she has like, I don't know, you just had like side, like French doors open that open to a garden huh? in the middle of the session at the most perfect moment was this massive bumblebee that came in and circled around. I think it landed on the blinds, then it circled around and then it made its way right back out. And it was like, to me, I didn't really... even get scared. It was no. like, <laughs> we weren't running scared because oh. uh, yeah, it, it was a sign. It was grandma, right? Yes, it was connected to my grandmother who was coming through. And also yeah. bumblebees are a sign of, of abundance. And uh, at least for me, right? You know, you can interpret the shamanic energy right. of every animal, insect, or like mm -hmm. living organic thing differently. But um, but it was such magic. And, and, um, and so it's beautiful, like in that session, how you were able to read, like, even the events that were happening in that moment that you brought through like such deep meaning. So, so when you talk about like understanding energy and reading energy, when you work with your clients and when you work with the tarot decks, are you channeling like, or is it just a, I, do you feel like you're psychically or you're just tapped into somebody's energy? I feel like it's, I feel like it's downloading. I call it downloading. Like I do a new, I've been doing a new thing the past few years. I don't know if I was doing it when I saw you, but I sit before the client comes before I do the reading and I sit with a pad and paper and I just start writing about them. I listen to music. I hear different things. So they're getting a reading before the reading kind of, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Where it's this whole thing that's just like, it's, and it depends yesterday. I didn't get a lot. If I don't get a lot, it's because the person's all clogged up and I'm not getting a lot. And I get messages in that the cards speak to me. Like when you said I, I was shuffling the deck and I'm going to yeah. pull a card. Cause you said you pulled the death card and what's this year about. I'll show you that in a second. I have it yeah. in my, I have two of them actually in my hand ready to go. Yeah. I just kind of get a feeling for it. And I like to call it what I do is like active listening. So mm -hmm. I call this energy field that's around people, the debris field. It's like a debris field of energy because it's mostly junk that we carry around, right? <laughs> and so I'm going through the debris and I'm seeing that's what true. shines at me. So everything's about what shines. And that's what I tell, would tell people in choosing a deck or now I'm not looking at this deck, but I'm feeling through my fingers, like what shines at me? What can I, what can I tell uh, what can I tell you for this year and what, you know, what I think is going to happen and what the collective wants to say. And then I look outside and just when I went like that, a yellow butterfly is going outside like this. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to follow that. So there's no like specific, I, I get schooled myself. I'm a student of this. I just follow the flow. I'm just following a flow of energy. This is so beautiful. Does that answer your question? It does. I absolutely love it. Um, I also am curious, how does the energy around you impact these readings? Do you seem to already have <laughs> so brought that up? Yeah, let's see what your yeah. two cards are. Uh, I'll see. tell you in a second. So, so okay. you said the death card. So I said there were two cards that called to me. So one is the Hierophant and one is the devil. Yeah. <laughs> That's what came up. So when I look at this, I'm this, this is what this makes me think of for the year. Don't try to control the changes and the dysfunction. Mm. Don't try to control it and, and kind of stay grounded because that you can't, it's so it's the best thing in life is to recognize that you're, you can't control anything that you're powerless, right? Oh you're, yeah. I'm powerless for things I can't control. So the Hierophant is like the elder statesman there 
to me that's saying yeah. like, okay, listen, this is, this is authority speaking and mm. I'm going to mess with your energy. There's all so many different ways to look at it. Sure. But I just stay centered and I take care of that. You know, I connect one-on-one, you know, yeah, that's what, yeah. that to me is, is about it's messed up, but it'll get better. And it's how we approach it. Well, yeah. What was that other question? That, oh, how does this affect me personally? Yeah. Um, I have to sleep a lot. Like I'll sleep. Uh, I get tired. Yeah, me too. I can't do more than two sessions a day. Oh my goodness. Now because I'm wow. Older. I believe it. Yeah. I'm older. I'm 67 years you old. You look I've been doing so this amazing. Should we just talk skincare then? Or what's going on? <laughs> you look so good. Well, forget the everything skin, energy. Skin. We're talking skincare the rest of the time. <laughs> you look so I, good. I love, to feel, I love to talk skincare. I'm a skincare yeah. junkie. I should bring in skincare into my sessions and do readings <laughs> off of that. Totally. I'm, all, I'm all about... Um, I'm all about those, those pads, the alpha hydroxy pads that oh, take off right. the dead skin. Right. Yeah. I got yeah, you. Like- M60, I think it's like M61 makes a good one or Avon makes a good one. And then you can, and I'm sure they all do. And then, yeah. um, you know, cause it's all, it all comes from the same vat, you know, yeah, but then there's know. serum. Yeah. You got to do serum. You got to do, yeah. you know, it's like nowhere to spend money. No, I could do all, I love makeup. That's my I know body. me too. I, I like, I love all of this stuff. So, you, you know, when you moisturize, yeah, moisturize, moisturize, always moisturize. Okay. <laughs> but also I think that like living your life well and having fun and choosing the joy have been really, I think the essence of keeping you forever young. Right. I mean, cause you don't look like you're in your sixties well, at all, but- like at all. Like it's mind-blowing. You look so good. You know, yeah, good. Like I just let it come through me. Like I let everything, every every bit of information. So the other way I deal with it is like, I kind of have an arrangement, like, you know, where I don't like to see dark things and it kind of gets kept from me. If I see something that's like dark, I don't want to go there. So I'm like, and I have a whole, that's a whole other story about, that's a fun story about when I went to clean a house, I had a client that had a haunted house a little bit. There was like, there was things happening. And she asked me to come clean it. I don't know if you have time to hear this. Oh my God. We've got time for haunted house stories. Are you kidding me? Of course. (laughs) We're not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So anyway, the, here's the thing choice. We have free choice. So I choose what I want to come in and then I let go. So I could do a session. I do sessions and then I forget unless there's something really memorable that happened like the bumblebee, but, and there's lots of memorable, memorable stuff that happens, but I don't know why that one stuck with me. Um, and I just like, I don't know, like yesterday I had clients. I don't even remember what I said because it's coming through me. Everything. I'm just a conduit for this. Stuff. So yeah. So years ago I had a client who moved into this house in Santa Monica and she called me and she said things were happening. Like the stove was turning, the gas was turning on the stove in the middle of the night. They'd come on and the burners were going. There were little handprints on the wall. Come on. There were noises. She said, can you come clean it? You know? So, so I went, I don't want to do that. But then I said, you know what? She's asking me to do it. I I should do it because yeah. it's like whatever it's put in front of me. I got to try this. So I actually Googled, how do you clean a haunted house? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Hold on. I'll be there in five minutes. Hey, Google. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. What do I do? So then it says, take a picture of Archangel Michael with you. Uh, you know, cool. get a picture of Archangel Michael. Yeah. Who's Archangel yeah. Michael? Now I know, but this is like, I kind of knew the guy with the big beard, you know? So, yeah. so I go online. And there's a million pictures of Archangel Michael under images, but I, which one shined at me? That's the one that I printed out. 
Then I said, okay, I need a kick-ass person who's not an intuitive to come with me. I call my friend Sally because she's like hardcore, oldest of eight. She can handle anything. She's like, you know, she's like, I'd love to do this. Then I got my tuned in, which tarot deck should I use? Because this is my modality. This is like, they speak to me. I don't know what the cards mean. They come alive when I'm looking at them. And so I said, okay, I'm coming over. Oh, I need some uh, lavender spray and this or whatever. And so I go over and um, it's a was a big house. And I started, I, I was thinking about portals. I didn't know much about portals, but now okay. I love my portals. It's, and wait, I went, wait, what's a portal? Just for people who don't understand, oh, oh, what is a portal? Oh, okay, so portals are great. Portals are from well for this my interpretation of it it's like a hot spot in your house like a warm Uh, spot in your house where you can feel connected to uh, your higher self and think of a portal like this conduit to the other side like the other side Mm. of the veil right yeah so so and i i love to i'll tell everybody that's listening walk around your house and where do you feel the most comfortable and that's a place like where I, my off, my entire office here too, is a portal where I feel like dancing, you know, where I feel like, where do I get energy in my house? That's my portal. Where do I not feel so much energy? Maybe I want to close off that portal. Mm -hmm. So I walked around this house. I walked around the house um, with this picture of Archangel Michael to feel where I, and I said, don't tell me anything specific. Just let me see what I feel. And if it lines up Mm. as I'm getting ready to do that, she had invited a bunch of friends over to watch so oh, I was like, oh my course. God, they're watching me. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> like, well, uh, one of the friends is a biker. Oh. And he comes in with a bare arm. And guess what? He's got a big tattoo of Archangel Michael. And oh. guess what? It's the same picture I had printed out on the computer. I was like, oh my God. So then I was like, they want me to do this. You guys are giving the, me the permission to do this. So I start walking around the house and I'm feeling young energy. And I said, is this near a school? Yes, it's near a grade school. Cause I could feel young kids. And I looked at these little handprints. They were little kids handprints, you know? And I walked into this one room and I said, this is where you're hearing the noise. Yes. And so I just envisioned, I just kind of envisioned like a laser kind of, and I opened this portal and I started going, get out. Ah, interesting whatever words that i wanted to come to me like get out go in peace you're really bugging these people here and you need to move on you know this isn't like the playhouse because i felt like they were coming off the playground that young kids spirits which again i get conflicted about that because i think when kids pass that they go straight to the other you know they just go straight up wherever they're going yeah this was maybe stuff around it you know yeah and so i just okay, you got to go. There's people waiting, just go. And then, you know, sometimes in the attics, they have those pull, the pull things, like we pull it down. So I just pushed it up and I closed it. I sealed it. And then I took, I didn't, this is a selenite sword I have. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. I see it. I have like a little piece of selenite here, but it's a tower. Yeah. This is our sword. We're showing like our makeup. I know. Yeah. Just like that. And then I, and then we started walking around and we started noticing, I went into the kitchen and I pulled cards. What do you guys want? They wanted to be, nobody really, I don't think any spirits really want to hang around if they know there's another option, you know, like you got choice, you don't have to be here. And, um, that's just my theory. And then we went back out and the handprints were getting more faint. It was crazy. 
Wow. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I said, I think we're done here. I did a few more things I don't remember. And then the next day, there was no, it stopped. It was the, the, the gas was not, you know, I said, shut the windows at night. They were coming in through like open window and just do that for a while and it'll be gone. And it was all taken care of. Well, then I had a dream that night because I thought, wow, I I think I did pretty good there. Maybe I should do this. You know, maybe I should be counterintuitive. My dad came to me in my dream and my dad, my parents were Holocaust survivors and my dad survived. He's very strong, but he did some things like, you know, he, he, I, I don't want to go into it, but he was very strong and he survived by cleaning, let's just say cleaning up late at night. And because I saw him in this dream, he came to me and he had a broom and he had all of his buddies and they were sweeping away this bad energy. Uh-huh. And then when they swept, I, I was walking down the street again, dream. And I'm looking yeah. across the street and there's evil. It was like evil, like just something dark. And I was just like, I just cleaned this house. I want to go meet you and talk to you. And let's, yeah. let's have a powwow here. Yeah. And I got pushed back by my dad and his friends just whooshed me back. And it was like, he looked evil, looked at me kind of, and said, that's your side of the sidewalk. You stay oh. over there. I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. And since that time, I haven't really worried about like haunting, getting like yeah. any bad juju around me because I yeah. know I'm I've, I don't I, so, ever worry about that stuff either. And I do, I do true crime mediumship, which is pretty dark. I know. I saw that. <laughs> that's that's like, dark. I know that fascinates me. Yeah. A lot I wanted of people to be, are I wanted yeah. to be a forensic psychiatrist. I majored Ooh, it. I yeah. wanted to be a forensic psychiatrist. I went to school to do that. And then I changed into something else because I, because I saw my, I took my first course and I saw yeah. crime scene photos. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I'm not doing this. Right. But it's intriguing. I think as a medium, it's kind of different when you visit a, um, when you visit a crime and you're trying to gather, you know, as much like, you know, you're basically, what do detectives do? Detectives ask questions. And then when a case is cold, then it's, you know, appropriate for an intuitive to come in and help ask questions Mm -hmm. that could lead to detectives, investigation teams, you know, the law enforcement agencies asking questions that could potentially lead to a break. Like if it is a fresh, like if it's a fresh scene, you know, I don't think it's appropriate. Like what happened with the Idaho four case back in December, like mediums were showing up at the crime scene while they were still processing the case. And, you know, and a lot of people were doing interpretations off of tarot, which we understand that, you know, was there was one tarot psychic that was really adamant that it was a particular person. And that's, that ended up in litigation. (laughs) And then um, I saw some of that on TikTok. Yeah. 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 So I think that for me, what's more scary is um, when you channel the messages through like on a crime mediumship is that you have to be really mindful that you are talking to people and that it impacts other people's lives. So the evidence always has to speak. I don't think it's appropriate to make like accusations without having all of the evidence or to actually name people. I think that there can be questions that you can ask, but 
I think dealing with the public and having you watch doing like true crime mediumship is more scary than actually doing the mediumship and going in and trying to get as much information as possible. Does that make sense? Well, do you remember <laughs> that, that that medium? What was her name? Sylvia Brown. Yeah. And she went she went on a Phil Donahue or something, and she was talking to the mother of those girls that were kidnapped in Cleveland. And yeah. she told the mom her daughter has passed. And the mom died a few years later of a broken heart. And then the daughters were, the kids were found alive. Those girls remember in yeah. Cleveland a couple years ago. Oh, wow. And, and you could, I, I think, I think in this work with great power, because people look to us and I told you, yeah. I like to go like, I'm powerless. We have choice. Yeah. I always say this is entertainment when I'm doing a reading. Yes. It's great I that I got it yeah. right. Whatever. But yeah. with great power, like Spider-Man comes great responsibility. This and you have true. to be really careful when you say mm -hmm. something of how you, and I, and believe me, I, I have lots of clients that come to me with different things. Like sometimes they, they want to know, I don't, I can't, I laugh about everything, but sometimes it's like, oh, my husband is lingering. When is he going to go? You know, <laughs> that's really funny. Can you give me a date. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and, um, and it's stuff like that. I'm like, this is not in my hands. I don't know. It's just like, it's, I know exactly. You know, These are my ideas. Crime is fascinating. It is. It's so fascinating. Yeah. I go. So, uh, so my second, Kudos to you. yeah, my second mediumship reading ever was a homicide. I know <laughs> I'm talking about thrown in the fire. I mean, like, um, I didn't really understand what I was experiencing, you know, and, and oftentimes when I do mediumship, do you do, you do mediumship as well? Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a medium. All, yeah you the, cover everything. Yeah. You I cover do, everything. I cover, I cover the water. Yeah, that's right. You brought my grandmother through <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It was very true. But, uh, okay. So, um, for me, oftentimes when I do mediumship, um, I like for whatever reason, when I connect to the energy of those loved ones in the afterlife, I often feel in, I often feel within my body, the sensations that they went through when they were passing and crossing over to the afterlife. I think that's partly to help identify the energy to the person that I'm reading right. for. And then also because a lot of times the people who are left after, you know, the hardship of losing a loved one, they want to know that they pa passed in peace. So often, right. You know, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Right. That, that helps alleviate people who watch somebody suffer with cancer and all those sorts of things. Um, I know this is stuff you already know, but I'm not, I've never done like an exorcism, <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. It's interesting. Now, here's the question I have though. Do you actually think that this was some like non-embodied or or like maybe in, you know, Sylvia Brown used to say it was a psychic imprint that could be left mm -hmm. in houses? Do you think it's a psychic imprint? Do you think that actually it's connected to uh like wandering souls? Or here's the third possibility. Is it like negative energy from the person who lives there, who is maybe out I've of alignment and throwing it. You know what I'm saying? Well, now they say that, you know, homes, right. The walls are made of limestone or something and limestone absorbs, right? Like there are yeah. these, these materials absorb energy. 
Yeah. After the earthquake in 90, whenever that earthquake was in California, 94 or something like that, the Northridge earthquake, we had to move into a rental house. And when I moved into the rental with my husband, it was like we had to do it. And the energy was off of the couple that we rented from. I could see they argued. The husband was like weird. It was just, there was, it was weird. The family was weird. And I got pregnant in that house and I had a miscarriage. Oh, and wow. I know it was, I didn't feel that house was haunted, yeah. but it was the energy of that. Right. And I'm not saying, I'm sure I had my, everything happens for a reason, but it was not a positive. You can feel when a house goes like, Hey, like you said, in my office, there's a good vibe. There's a bad vibe. It's all energy. I've never, I've seen apparitions a couple of times. I think it's mostly yeah. like, I think it's mostly the energy that is left behind. Do you know what I mean? I just I think completely, it's like that. I have a theory, by the way. Yeah. I have a theory that when we pass, when I feel someone who's passed away, yeah. I can get an age of the, when they passed away, but I believe that you get to go to your optimum age. So I I'll see so great yeah. grandma Sally, as I mentioned yeah. Sally, I think <laughs> I said before, I'll see, I'll, I'll, I'll see her as like an 18 year old or when was her when she's 25. Yeah. I do. Right. Like it's interesting. Get- I see their energy and it can sometimes oscillate. Like if, if they need to appear like as like the last version that the family member had witnessed in order to confirm the energy. Yes. On that. But then they'll like morph to the ideal optimum age, like you say, where it's like, you know, like grandpa actually, when he was younger was really fit. He like, you know, loved having a, he wore a mustache because he thought it looked great, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So I agree with you on that as well. Um, I think that it's interesting when you connect to like, when you connect in in mediumship, um, the way that you have to trust and you receive those symbols. And I think there's also this other piece where people want you to be as evidential as possible in your, in your, you know, like they want, like, what was the license plate of grandmother's car? You know, (laughs) (laughs) and you're like, oh, I like to say I'm a skeptic, you know, and I, I just, yeah. I approach, I'm a skeptical psychic and I approach it. And I like to say I'm an evidential medium. That's it. I, yeah. you know, because I want evidence. I want something, I want something like that myself. And I've had, I had a whole family in my office in Santa Monica. Um, and sadly, there's a lot of people that come to me where they've lost a younger, a, a child through fentanyl because of the, you know, fentanyl oh, overdoses yeah. and yeah. Mm. of that. Yeah. And they, they come and they want comfort. So I had like, a um, a, here's another story. So this family of like eight comes super loving family. The son was on painkillers because he was in a car accident and then he got addicted and his family thought he was off, but he had a friend that was giving him fentanyl and he's gone. And this kid was not a drug taker. He was yeah. just, it was just, you know, and, and um, so before I'm setting up for them and mm-hmm. I hear, I just heard, I want you to light every candle you've got in the office, like every candle. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> Cause I have candles going and I always kind of know too. That's another thing. Like how many should I light or, <laughs> or this person, the gardenia candle, this person needs a, you know, a lemon scented candle, whatever. So I light every candle, right? So this group comes in and there's a really, uh, really cool grandma. And she's like, blow out those candles immediately. I can't stand the candle smell. And I said, I think that your great grandson was messing with you because I got this message like, 
I'm supposed to light every candle in the yeah. place. And he would do that, right? He would do that to grandma <laughs> because she was sensitive. He was a practical joker. He was very yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, then one of the, then I, then I look around the office and they were, they had been planning a vacation and I said, oh, you're going to Bora Bora. And they're like, what, how did you know that? And there was a candle I had by Toka. It's called Bora Bora. And it was oh. on the, uh, it was on the, it was one of the candles that oh. I was told. Kind of oh my God. And then they were grouped and I'm like, who's wearing the red sneakers because there's a message. And it was this, one of them was wearing red. It, it's all this stuff that happened. I, I'm okay. Amazing. Like it's going yeah. through me. This yeah. is an amazing thing for me that I say, I'm okay. If I'm wrong, I am in like, I'm in my fuck it years. This is what I call it. Like I've been doing this for a long time. And I don't I care. I used, I used to care if I was wrong or right about something. I yeah. don't care, but this is coming through me. And these are messages for you. And so I'll often, and sometimes I'll take families that are so grief stricken. I had a husband and wife that, um, and I saw when you were talking about how the person passed, I saw their son who did do some drugs and the, the needles were lined up. Like he was very meticulous yeah. about how he did it. I told them what I saw, but as I was telling them, a whole thing of books fell off of my desk. And what? I was like, Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know, but I'm telling you. And then what I'll do yeah. is sometimes I'll take people on a walk and I'll take them on a walk around my block, you know, take them uh -huh. for a walk and I'll go, look, we're going to, okay. we're asking so-and-so for signs. Mm -hmm. And then we'll look down and there's like, oh, there's a cigarette butt. You'll see lots of cigarette butts outside, right? But this kid was <laughs> a smoker or here's a, yeah. here's something else. Here's something random or someone will go by on a, on a bicycle. Oh, he liked to do bike. You know, it's like that kind of thing. You pay attention. The signs are everywhere. They're speaking to us all the time. And what we're doing is yeah. we have, we have tuned into that deep listening, you know, deep awareness mm -hmm. of what's going on. Do you, do you have people so, ask you, this is a question a lot of people ask me is who are my spirit guides? Do you get asked that question a lot? Yes. Everybody wants to know who's your spirit guide. Is it uncle Chuck? Is, is it, <laughs> I know. I was like, is, is it, it Cleopatra? Is, that, is, it, is it, everybody wants Cleopatra. Is that I know. Funny? And everybody yeah. wants Cleopatra. Um, so, you know, yeah, yeah. If I get asked that I'll go, I'll tune in and I sometimes, sometimes I'll get names and I'll, I'll get a name from some ancient name or something, or I'll go down a rabbit hole and I'll see a past life and yeah, yeah I can do that, but it's not the main focus. But if I get, like I said, I'm, if you ask me to do something, I'll, I'll go for it because why not? And I'll say, I can do it or I can't do it, but I get asked who's watching over me. Sometimes I can definitely feel yesterday I had a client. And, um, boy, I sat down to do her download and I was like, she grew up in the most loving family. She doesn't mm. kind of need any guys. That's what I was thinking to myself mm. because she's just like so much support wow. on the ground. Yeah. And I was right. And sometimes, sometimes I don't feel anything, anybody around anybody like there. Mm. I call it like there's the committee on the ground and there's the committee out there, right? Uh, That's yeah. the collective who's and, and then I'll connect to that energy for somebody that's not connected here you know yeah, yeah. because I, that's their journey i swear i just but everybody should know that oh the, i thought it was an orb behind you but then i see i think this is a somebody was <laughs> there people walking back there do you see there's like a mirror i don't know i see i, I was like oh my god there's oh, there, out there witnessing this yeah yeah out the two <laughs> windows and then i think it was maybe landscapers so, or somebody walking by <laughs> oh that's my house it might have been my is it it might have yeah. been my husband. It might okay. have been my husband taking the dog for a walk. Oh, okay. But see, that there came through at yeah. that moment. 
Let's yeah. see how that came through at that moment that's while right. we were talking about that. Yeah. That's I what I, I pay attention to everything going on in the room. I look at everything, like the mirrors behind you, the stripes, like who's in that room with you now? I know. Right. Who's so who's who's here? Well, the dog's not. Who's Usually here? she's here. <laughs> I don't know where she is. Um, I feel a male energy there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I get that this all the time. Energy. Yeah. I, I get that yeah. all the time. Uh, right. I get that. I have like a heavy, like masculine, like I've heard an ancient There's masculine no... collective that rides yeah. with me. They're like ride or die. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is your else... mom's side more spiritual than your dad's? Well, it's interesting. My mom's very religious. And, um, uh -huh. and so they were like, like my grandmother, the one that you brought through, she was so like, you that was know, your mom's mom? that's my mom's mom. She was so Christian that we didn't even listen to music. There was like, we don't do that. Cause it's not, I'm, I said that because of the energy. See, I get, I f have funny feelings. Like to me, I get dad stuff here and I get mom stuff here. Right. So I'm getting stuff on that side there, which is my side here. So that's why right. I'm asking about your mom yeah. because it's like, so you might have a protector on your mom's side. So yeah. I, so then my, my biological father has, he passed in like, uh, in 2018 and I found uh -huh. out about it in 2021. It was part of how I realized I was a medium. He wow. came to me in a dream. So, uh, wow. then he like delivered the message and I looked at him and I'm like, wait, but you're not alive. And then I went on this mission <laughs> to find out if he was actually alive or not. And then finally was able to, cause I, my fam, my, like my sister and I have tried for like decades uh -huh. to be able to connect to our biological father, but it wasn't until, um, I had the dream. And then finally his, like the stepmother reached out to me three days later to confirm he had indeed wow. passed. And then that's wow. when I started in, he I started really loved your mother. He really loved your mother. This, I think, I think my mom was really hard to love. Yeah. But I think he really loved her. I, well, they ended up divorcing after 17 years, you know, it's never easy going through divorce, but it was all necessary. And, um, yeah. he ended up marrying his second wife and, um, and you know, what's interesting is that I, the last time I heard from my biological father was when I was like 13. So I don't really know anything, but it's really mm. interesting how spiritual assets get passed from family generation to generation. Um, I love Halloween and my kids are obsessed with Halloween. And mm. after my dad retired, he worked at a Halloween store where he would dress up. I know. And I, oh, so wow. one of the, one of the few pictures I have of my father is him dressed up as a pirate at a Halloween store. <laughs> so, oh, wow. And it's like, it's so crazy because my children never met my biological father and like, they are like obsessed with Halloween and like, you know, we love it. We just love it. So it's, it's pretty awesome how these spiritual connections occur without even being aware of it. it. Yeah. Isn't that really cool? Yeah. Like, I think it's pretty yeah. awesome. And I, you know, I try to like, when I'm not in a session, I kind of turn off. So I don't want to feel anything or I like, I opened it for a second there to feel this. Yeah. Um, but, and well, and cause I'm plugged in now cause it takes so much, it's a different kind of energy, right. That it takes yeah. to do it. I know. Cause I felt like, Oh, you might ask me like, if I'm out in the world, like at the grocery store and I get a feeling about somebody, am I going to yeah. go up and say something to them? Yeah. And yeah. I don't like, I'm, I'm just like, unless I'm compelled to, do you find that? Yeah. I mean, cause like, yo, I mean, people are always messaging, like, can I ask one question? 
And um, uh -huh. I definitely am very specific. Like even sometimes when I'm like live on TikTok, people will be like, hey, can you like, do you feel my energy? Or another question, um, right. can you can you bring my grandmother through? And it's like, well, I'm not really open for mediumship. For some reason, psychic readings are like snap, like so easy, like let's do it and let's roll. But uh -huh. uh, mediumship, I have to listen in a different way. It's a different type of energy. It's and it takes more energy for me. I don't know. That's for me though. Right. I've been doing more of the medium stuff. I don't know. On Monday nights, you know, I do this live show on Instagram called okay. if people want to follow me on Instagram, I'm, yeah. I have much more of a presence there. It's I'm at yeah. psychic Shirley. Good. And for 15 minutes, it's 6 30 PM. Now I, uh, PST, I take questions. And so all these people come in the room and then I can feel if someone is like with this heavy energy, that's like, they want to get in. And I, yeah. and that's, that's hard on me. And I get asked medium questions and psychic questions on the, on that night. And I have to be very careful because I'm letting, it's like my one time a week where anybody can come in mm. and I'm careful who I choose. And I do kind of, it's comedy stuff more. So I'm more like playing around with it, but then, yeah, they slip into DMS and they want stuff like, can I, and I'm like, no, you have to book a reading with me. You have to do, I need to keep this like, yeah. but this is the time I'm open. And then I close it. Yeah. yeah, but Do the medium medium's exhausting, but I find it so much more rewarding because oh, I'm a skeptic. I, I am too. That. Like <laughs> I am like I'm like yeah. Like, so I'm like oh my god. <laughs> if I yeah, if I had your you know I could just communicated with your loved ones. Oh my god, that's amazing. There's something beyond this. Yeah, I have yeah. a brother that passed two years ago. Yeah, I saw him leave. I helped him leave. And I haven't heard from him since. And I would love a message from him. And I don't know where he is. I just don't know. He, I saw him in a vision drive off into the sunset. He was miserable yeah. in life. He had, mm -hmm. he, was, he was just, he didn't, he didn't, whatever he was. He had, he had a lot of life lessons to learn here. Yeah. And I had this image of him driving off into the sunset with this dog that he loved. And it was like, he went right into the sun and I don't know where did he go? Cause do you have that sometimes where you can't, or is it just uh, the shoemaker goes, like the psychic I, goes I, yeah, I, I think that there, there is a purpose for information that's withheld from you. And if there is any moment where the purpose is so clear, it's when doing any kind of crime related mediumship. So when, because there is a reason why certain information is withheld. There's a certain reason why some cases are cold. The universe doesn't make mistakes. There's always intention, but it might feel right. as though, let's say a case that's from like 20 years ago is forgotten, but it's not forgotten by the, it's not forgotten by the family members. And actually it's not forgotten by investigators that worked on those cases. There's a reason why there can be information that's withheld. And that's because there's a greater tapestry that's weaving together. Right. And sometimes I think as a medium, I'm not meant to know as everything that, uh, that somebody might want to know about a case. I don't know. That's what no, I, I mean. I had I had a boyfriend that was murdered over 40 years ago, like 45 years. I don't know, 40, yeah, 40 odd years ago. Yeah. And his, it, it resolved, it got resolved finally about 10 years ago. So like it was a cold case. It was, but, it was but just, they needed a, they needed technical development, right? They needed science development to be able to solve it. Is that true? Well, the, the murderer, he was in prison for something else oh. and he told 
uh, he told his cellmate about it and then oh. that went out. But here's an interesting thing that happened karmically. Mm-hmm. The murderer's daughter was murdered by somebody. And it was like his whole kind of weird story. Yeah. Oh. And then he yeah, this whole thing. And it was, you know, that's life. I was supposed to be with this boyfriend for it was Christmas Eve and I was supposed to be with him. I did a but I like wasn't that. with wow. him. Right. Yeah, right. I was. Yeah. He was. I was supposed to be there, and then through a series of circumstances, I wasn't there. And then I heard what happened. I'm like, "What?" You know, mm. like, but I was right because it it unfolds the way it's supposed to, and everything happens the way it's. So, supposed to. how much free will do you think we have? That's a question I'm always like curious about. How much free will do we yeah. have? Because I think there's soul contracts. There's you know, like people who come into your life for specific reasons. I think it is written. I like to say it is written in number two pencil. Yeah. But then again, (laughs) I, I, but I, I don't know, like I've been married for 37 years, I think 36 years. I don't know how many I've lost count, but I met my husband so randomly. And then this is an unbelievable story too. I'll tell you briefly. I was working on a sitcom. And I was the script uh, secretary and I, they knew I loved to do stand up. And on this one particular Friday night, the stand-up guy got sick. And so they came into the office and they said, Shirley, we know you want to do stand-up. We're going to let you warm up the audience. Yeah. I went, oh my God, this is great. I go out to the audience and there's a bunch of young kids and there's my husband. I didn't know a stranger sitting there, but we made eye contact. And he said, you look familiar. Do you perform at the comedy clubs? And I said, yeah, I perform at this. I made it all up. I perform at the comedy store, the Laugh Factory. He's like, oh, I've seen you before. I went, oh, and I knew he was lying. You know? So, but we were flirting. Yeah. So then we go out and we start, he gets my number and within a week, like he calls me and then we compare notes. He's from Indiana. I'm from Indiana. He went to the same college as I did. He's seven years older. He was in the same fraternity with my oldest brother who, and he hated my oldest brother. And it was like all this stuff. I take him home to meet my mom a month later and uh, or three months within, like, cause we went when, when it's right, that's another thing. When you meet somebody and it's right, it's just, yeah. don't, that's why that's I'm what like, I say. Yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. No question. It's a mating. I take him home to meet my mom and she's kept my room like a shrine. And I, it's like, it's like it was when I was in high school and I'm now in my, I was 31 years old and it was like going down the rabbit hole. And I used to do my homework at this desk and I had a piece of glass on the desk and underneath the glass was a composite picture of my oldest brother's fraternity brothers. Okay. And I had that from the time I was 13 when he was, in, he was nine years older than me. So I actually had that from the time I was like 11. Wow. And there's my husband's picture on the composite on my desk. What? And then I've been doing my homework on top of his face for, for <laughs> all those years. Right? Oh God, that's crazy. So that's, that's another thing when you talk about the way the universe works. Now, was it written that we were supposed to meet that way? Obviously, yes. The problem yeah. becomes, how can we ever divorce when something's like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I can't believe them. Like, we can't ever leave each other, but he's my ride or die guy. Yeah. But it was like, it was right there. So it's yeah. like those synchronicities, that's what life is all about. Now, again, I could have said no. And there was stuff leading up to, you know, it's all this, all the, that I think there was a movie 
called Sliding Doors. Oh, I remember that, that one. That was about that. Like Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, and it was like, if, if you if you get off the subway like five minutes early, what happens or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Benjamin Button touched a little bit on it when if this happened, this wouldn't happen. This set into motion, that sets into motion, all these different things. And again, you do it by listening and being present. So I think that it's a combination of things because you could still reject it. I could have still rejected. I could have looked at all those synchronicities and gone, no, I'm yeah. That's like where that's where you have to be a little bit of a believer. You have to, you have to believe you have to suspend disbelief, right? You have to suspend disbelief. So you have to, okay. So can we suspend the disbelief just a little bit? (laughs) I want to ask you because like, what do you think about all this unidentified aerial, like UFOs, but now they're called UAPs. And like, have you seen, like, what do you think about like the galactic federation and like, um, extraterrestrial energy, celestial beings, that sort of stuff. What, what's your take on all that? Listen again, you know, I think Joshua tree was built by aliens. If you've ever driven out I've there, the there. rock formation, yeah. incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, yeah, I believe in, I believe in everything. I haven't seen evidence of it. I haven't had a I have a friend who said that he knows that some aliens came down when he was um, sleeping and they took him to a spaceship and they did stuff and everybody has their stories. You know, I have not seen evidence of it, but I'm not going to discount it. But the Galactic Federation, you mean, are you talking about the stuff Trump talked about? No, I don't know about that stuff. Like, I mean, I'm not like, I have no he's idea. Just, he's just grifting for, he's just grifting for money, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Says, no, so. I mean, he, you know, if, if aliens want to sponsor us, uh, I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> but I mean, like, you I know, think the aliens UFOs. <laughs> well, it comes, you know, Twilight Zone, right? Twilight yeah. Zone used to have the aliens. I love that stuff. I've just not seen I, I have evidence and I'm in the, I literally have, we can see. I'll just, I literally have seen like unidentified objects in the sky, but it's only been in California. Um, I did see yeah. it in Chicago. Wait. I, and, um, yeah, it's just only for me. I've only seen it in Chicago and then also in California, but, you know, along the coast Ooh. of California, we have a lot of military bases, but I mean, right. You know, they talk about those silver orbs that you see in the sky. And like my, myself, my sister and and my nephew were in a hot tub. This is so hilarious. We were in a hot tub in Orange County in the middle of the day. All right. We're just enjoying the, the summer weather and we're just in a hot tub, just soaking it up. And then we look up and they're like, are do you see that right there? And it's like, literally this is defies like, you know, I don't know if it was some high tech drone or whatever, but like. We were, we were like, yeah, we're all watching this right now. How do we, you know, who's going to believe it? You know, you hold up a cell phone and it's going to look like a garbage recording, but, right. um, but yeah. I think, I think it's nice to stay open to whatever it is that might exist, but also to use the, the gifts of, you know, logic and being a skeptic and, and, and also using critical judgment as a way to understand all of these things, but I'm definitely think, big yeah. on it. I I would love to see it. I'm asking them, show me. I, I have not seen it yet, but I have had dreams. Um, I had a, a so I had a series of dreams about Jesus coming to me in a way that was incredible. That's amazing. Jesus visited uh, two years before the pandemic. 
because I'm a nice Jewish girl, but I went to Catholic school. So yeah. my parents sent me there for education. So yeah. I communicate with everybody in here. Everybody can walk through here. Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, like everybody's yeah. welcome. And I can tell when I have strong Christians, and, you know, energy and stuff like that. But he was basically coming to tell me that we were going into these times, these hard times. And he said, um, I'm going to give you something to give to your clients and funny dreams. Like I could go into more detail, but I'll just give you the, the, uh, you know, the, 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 two, the elevator pitch, but yeah. he took this, reached up. He said, I was on a walk with my dad and we climbed this mountain and I brought something down for you to give to your clients. And I'm just picking this up on my desk, but this isn't, it was like a white orb of light. This is, uh, this is called pre-night. I love this wow. stone. It's like for intuitives. So it's so cool. But it was this, you know, the, it was that white, it was the white celestial. It was that Aurora Borealis, you know, that yeah. it was yeah. great. It was yeah. in his hand like this. And he put it in my hand and he went like this. And I went, oh my God, that's so cool. Can you show me that again? And he did it like three times. Oh. And then I saw the energy pulse up my arm and then and it was so cool but then he came back a second time he said give that to your clients and he was tired and he came into my office in santa monica in my dream he said i just want to lie head in your lap i'm so tired i don't know what's going on out there i said just rest i'll tell you some jokes and then he came back (laughs) and then it was good it was good and he came back with his dad Mm. and it was god was in one jesus was in the other Mm-hmm. And I went to Jesus. I said, Hey, bud, you know, and, and he's like, his eyes were black. As I approached him, they were like, he had been possessed. Oh. And I said, oh. what is going on? Yeah. What's going on? He said, come here. And I said, I'm not going anywhere near you. Like you're something you're on, you're high, like you're on something. And I went in the other room and there's God. And God um, says, you know, again, my version of God with Daniel Craig, I think it was the piercing voice. And he was dressed in black leather. He was in a band. He was in a rock band. I said, "Can you do something about your son?" And he said, "No." I said, "Why?" And he said, "I gave you guys everything." He looked at me in the eyes. He said, "I've given you every. I've given you human beings everything. The most beautiful planet. The most. And all you do is you fight. It's like all this stuff. So I'm going back to my band." <laughs> they've got him you know what i mean and i don't care about good and evil anymore. i'm gonna go back to my band and that's it and i left and i wasn't scared you know wow. i woke up and i thought oh that energy is in all of us mm. this is energy this is what and we have this is all up to us on a one-on-one when we see what's happening with trans rights and women's yeah. rights we yeah. have to go in we have to go underground we have to help people yeah. one-on-one you know we do a, this is we're we have to lift that vibration that's what we're here to do that was my takeaway from that dream so then uh, several months later he came back and god was there and god is like again it's like i'm just out and i got him on a treadmill and so he i got him on the treadmill because i saw i heard voices beyond the veil kind of you know talking mm-hmm. and uh, and they were discussing stuff. And I said, no, we've got this. We're not, we, we, we've got this. There's more people that are enlightened or that are choosing enlightenment. Let's go to it. And then I had my last dream was I saw these beautiful kids going in from age of like newborn to like toddlers coming in on parachutes that were all kinds of jewel tones, like starseed kids cool. yeah. coming in. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. And, but sometimes I think, boy, we're leaving things to the next generation to fix, mm-hmm. but it's on us, right? What are we teaching them? It's on us. But mm-hmm. I felt, I, so I feel very hopeful. You know what I mean? When I look mm-hmm. at all the energy that's 
this. And I think just choose there. There's always light somewhere. Just always go for it. You know, just always go for the, the that's it. That's why. Go, yeah. go for the light. I what, what, no, I love go this. For the light. I go for the light. Go I know it's light. always love over fear, right? I mean, that's the way to rebalance yourself is to actually just take fear and just kick it right out the door. Turn fear into curiosity. Turn fear into curiosity. Uh, Turn anxiety into curiosity. Why am I feeling this? Am I resonating to something in the ancestral? I love I love exploring Akashic records. I do that too. I wanted to ask you about that. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't learned I haven't learned it formally in taking a class, but I can go down the rabbit hole of like I can see things of these ancestral healings, right? And every Mm -hmm. generation heals the generation before. And as we go forward, we so it's like when something happens that you think, why why am I not? You know, why am I not with that, my, my ride or die person in this lifetime? Why haven't I accomplished mm-hmm. this in my lifetime? And then you take it back and you get into curiosity. What have I done? Like, and, and, and also giving yourself a break and it's okay. And not everything needs all that head stuff. I'm like, oh, I know. I'm not, you know. Sometimes you just need the Netflix, right? You just need to just yeah. read a book. <laughs> you just, sometimes you're just like, not, just not overthinking. Chill. Yeah. Sometimes overthinking. This is are you interested in having a reading? Do you want me to give you a little reading? I usually I focus on stuff that's yeah, career written. Okay, perfect. One of the first things that I started to download about you is I, I feel like you're going to be invited to an event. There's some kind of event that you're being invited to, to actually do readings for people. Does this make sense? Does, yeah, I get you, that all the time. Oh, I do, do you events. get it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I do. Doing, I'm doing a big one in a few weeks. So actually in, I see, uh, in, yeah, I put down, you're going to be le- leading a retreat or something like that. Oh, oh, that's nice. I put down it. You were invited to, yeah, you're invited to an event, but I also see that you'll probably in the future ahead, maybe this is more for 2024, but that, that you might start hosting retreats actually out in the area where you live. Oh, I'm open to that. (laughs) I know. Right. Ah, I think it's super awesome. Um, One of the things about you too, that I think is just so amazing is how you can, you can literally walk through like I mean, a shit storm and still make it fun for people. Like you will help people find hope and optimism, no matter the adversity that, that, that they're facing in their Mm -hmm. life. And, um, so understand when you take people on these tours, right. When you take them and for some reason, I see you like in this marsh where it's like really dense and it's like, maybe sometimes it's really hard to like walk through the marsh. What I see here Mm -hmm. is that be mindful when you take people or groups of people through, you know, through the adversity of their life and help them understand the, the marsh or like the moment or the season that they are walking through what I'm hearing. And you've already said this a little bit before is to be mindful once you have guided people in these sessions that you need to focus on adequate restoration for yourself. So actually one of the things that you do well is that you are really good about taking downtime. But what I see here for you is that there is still a portion of your mind that sometimes still connects too much to the mm-hmm. people that you read. Cause you're actually really so emotionally tuned in and giving to the people that you work with that just, I want to remind you, use the selenite sword to help clear those energetic cords after sessions, making sure you take that adequate time to just clear after those sessions, because then you won't be so fatigued. 
Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. And also, I think that if you start doing some kind of retreats out there, and I feel like you might collaborate with some of those beautiful boutique hotels, right? Um, that you could actually, you know, you know how they have like yoga teachers, you could also be like the intuitive healer or the intuitive session guide for people. And then you can yeah, thought about that. Yeah. yeah. So, so what I hear is that you could be doing multiple sessions for people and then you free up your whole week. You don't have to do like the two yeah. a day. You just like, okay, everybody show up It's a group session. And then, you know, obviously you're not going to be I don't believe at this point, you're not going to have like, you know, a thousand people show up, right? <laughs> you're not going to be like super overwhelmed <laughs> like that because you really do no. lo love working one-on-one -on -one with people and you particularly, love one -on -one. you love the one-on-one -on -one and also in person, there's something really special for you as the type of healer that you are, the intuitive that you are. Um, to work with people in that one-on-one -on -one live session. And for you being outside in nature, I think would also be just even more exciting and um, I think enjoyable for you with the work that you do. Oh, yes. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. yeah. I hear yeah. you don't like to be inside that much if you can avoid it, that you would rather be outside. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> well, not in the summer, but in the <laughs> not in the place. summer. Yeah, out where you're living. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know something around you with a painting, like a Patrick or something. Oh my God! Um, uh, he was just a makeout session one night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's that. There's That's the true confessions, much. right? Okay, there was that one time, but that was like a year ago. Um, but if it's not connected to my love life, because that person has, has asked me out and he's so nice, but he's just like, not for me. Um, I think that there, I think that my biological father's name was, his name was Phil. It's, it's, it's coming from that energy. The P thing came from the energy that I said, there's a male energy. <laughs> Is it P? So then it would be my father. So it would be Phil. Philip? Yeah, but it might be, but maybe, Phil, but maybe Phil sent you Patrick, you know, I just, I don't know. No, maybe they send no. us Pete. <laughs> no, he's super no. fun. It was fun. It was fun. Like we only, it was just like, it was a really, whatever. It was just like literally a yeah. kiss. Like that was it, but that was fun. Cool. But I actually feel like maybe it could be connected to the biological. Cause he's the one who seems to be, and actually I feel the energy on my right side right now. Like, uh, uh but I don't, yeah, so I told you, I'm feeling it. I saw it there, which when I'm pointing there, that's your right side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I think that um, it's fun to roast myself here on podcasts and live to people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's funny because uh, th that name Patrick was mentioned to me just today. So I think that's pretty funny. Well, it's in your see, I picked it up in your field. See, I connected to you to do yeah. this, and I yeah. call it that three field that I told you. And I keep hearing Patrick, Patrick. So I had to tell you that. Yeah. Now, when I do psychic improv, if I'm doing a psychic session, I call it psychic improv. So I go, Patrick, okay, what does Patrick make me think of? Patrick makes me, is it St. Patrick's Day? No, it's Patrick. It's named Patrick. Oh, Patrick Swayze. Oh, nobody, nobody puts Kamala in the corner. Oh, this is like, oh, this is dancing, dirty dancing. You're going to be dirty dancing with somebody. That's how I like, that's how I work. It's like my impression. <laughs> oh man, I wish. <laughs> I love dancing, right? That movie was so great. I right. have it, I have it on LP, like vinyl here somewhere. Cause I like love so dirty good. dancing. Such a good it's, movie. It's well, that's again, it's in the field, right? So it's all yeah. this stuff that I just have that open. Yeah. But it's funny, I'm doing a big event in a few weeks in, in LA. 
Yeah. Yeah. I picked up the event and then I picked up that leading retreats and that's something that you'll like actually really shine at. It'll be like something that you love. Um, and then also just the piece about making sure you disconnect after you're done doing sessions with people, because I think it adds to the fatigue. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also just make sure that you are, uh, that not only that you're drinking enough water, but I also hear that you need more electrolytes. So if you could have like maybe coconut water, this would be really helpful because it has magnesium and it has the electrolytes. This'll help you yeah. actually, this, this supposedly is going to help you. Um, it's going to help your system feel more fluid and, um, it'll help you feel more energetic when you wake up in the morning. Does that make sense? Oh, nice. I can do that. Yeah. 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 It's easy to drink coconut water. Hopefully you like the taste of it. Do you? I love coconut water. Okay. Yeah. I, I forget to drink. I forget to drink. It. You're, like, you're drinking water right now. Cause, um, I think you're like me, you, you, you get so focused on like the work of the day, whatever it might be, whoever you're meeting yeah. with, like for you every day, there's, there's some way that spirit guides you. Spirit is always working through oh, you. I wake up in the morning and even the way, even the way I put on my makeup will yeah. coordinate with the person that I'm reading for. If it's a yeah. woman, like I'll come in and if I, I might, I never wear red lipstick, but I'll be like told to put on red lipstick and I put on red lipstick and then they're, they come <laughs> on with red lipstick. Client has red, red lipstick. Yeah. yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. 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 So, so I love though. It's, I, I love know. it. I know. Yeah. So I just see that like, those are, but honestly, this is a beautiful season of your life. You're meant to enjoy it as much as possible. And, um, and I, I just, I, I've, I think that the last message that I would have for you is to believe in the legacy that you're leaving, believe mm -hmm. in the legacy that you're leaving and the way that you're touching other people's lives. You are making impact. Your voice matters. Your voice needs to continue to be heard. And, um, don't let, don't let, for some reason, I don't know. Um, don't let any type of um, negative experience hold you back. I don't know if you've had to deal with negativity, maybe more recently on social media platforms, but um, I don't know. No, not is. really. No, because I think there was something that I just, you know, like I used to care so much about that bad, if I would get a bad Yelp review, like I've had two in my lifetime or something that it would stick with me. And it was really people that were, were like bonkers. And you could see it in my, my husband yeah. would be like, oh my God, you have all five-star reviews. Why are you on that? And yeah. then my clients would come to me and go, oh my God, that person was crazy because it was like, it's good to have that. It's good to have that happen. But now I told you I'm in my fucking years. I don't, I don't care about <laughs> You don't that. have to worry about it's, that. What yeah. I'm encountering I'm encountering where I live in the desert is uh, there's, I'm not around a lot of, I'm not in, let's just say I'm not in a spiritual neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so I don't tell people exactly what I do because it's met with the eyes glazing over and the whole kind of like the yeah. crazy, you know, there's a, uh, that makes think sense. That okay. Yes. That Even my child, some of my childhood friends. Yeah. People I grew up with in the Midwest. I don't talk about it because they're, they just go like, they think, well, why didn't you just go get a degree and become a therapist? You know, like that. It's like, it's <laughs> kind of, right? yeah, like yeah. Have a, you know, yeah, it's a whole, yeah. yeah, it's a whole thing. So how can people find you? How can people connect to you to learn more about you and your awesome readings? <laughs> well, you just go to psychicshirley.com or calmthefunkdown.com. 
<laughs> and then I have to get more on TikTok. I really do. And I do believe I can make a prediction. I don't think TikTok's going down. I saw them trying to take it down. I agree. And my feeling is I don't think, I don't do think it. it's going down because I just, well, people will find another way. And if it did, if I'm wrong, there'll be another way, but I just don't see it. I, I always think that that has something to, do. I, I don't want to get political, but it's political. It is political. And, um, it's a social media. There's wars. so much more base. Oh my God, exactly. So he who shall not be named, I think was behind it and with all the real stuff and stuff like that. So I, I think that TikTok is like, I, I'm just, like I said, I know it's been around forever, but so I'm not a presence there, but Instagram psychic, surely mm -hmm. beware of the, the phony Fakes. accounts. Yeah, that's seeing, bad. People, I know but people, but, but the spam accounts, so people seem to be aware of that. So I don't even worry about that so much anymore because like people are aware you have to be, you have to have that spidey sense, you know, you have to have common sense. Yeah. So psychic Shirley.com, <laughs> Shirley Lipner.com. Yeah. Um, there's three ways you can go to my website where you can book readings and stuff with me, but it's yes. all psychic Shirley. I love it. Okay. So I'll also yeah. have the, Google. You, can Google. you can Google yeah. psychic Shirley lifter. I was, yeah. I also did a Buzzfeed. I did a Buzzfeed video like over three years ago. That's had millions of views. It was called ladylike. Ooh. And I still have people finding me. And then I was in goop. Gwyneth I Paltrow knew that's how I found you was, I was going to say it was from goop yeah. with Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. I knew I, I, and I still you. have people. Yeah. So you can find me in goop. People still come to me that way. And the most magical way is where people go. I don't know how I find found you. I was looking for this one <laughs> person and then you came up on my Google search and then I yeah. trusted it. Oh, right? I love that. Yes, absolutely. So it has and been referrals. I, if anybody's watching this, who's had a reading with me, refer people. I love that. Yeah. And I'm referrals. Sorry, yeah, no, no. So I just want to say that I will have links in the description notes of this podcast and, um, and that it has been just an absolute joy to connect with you today. Um, thank you for the stories that you have shared. Thank you for inspiring my own journey. Um, I'll just, I literally will never forget the session I had with you. And, um, <laughs> and I just want to say that it just, I deeply appreciate you. So thank you for being here today. And for everybody who wants to know how to get out of your funk, check out Shirley. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah, a perfect yeah, way to do it. Your grandma's, your grandma's saying, somebody, your grandma is saying, polish the silver, whatever that means. Polish the silver. Polish okay. The silver. I love it. I will. Yeah. I, I'm going to polish the silver. Yeah, let's do that one tomorrow. I ain't doing that. I ain't polishing yeah. silver today. Are you crazy? <laughs> Just polish the silver. You know, that makes, but that, see where I go with that is what does that mean? That means I'm getting ready for company. What do you do? Well, you polish the silver because you're getting ready for company. Oh, right. Cool. I like that. So you okay. have company coming. Yeah. You have unexpected company come. Maybe this is around relationship and it's all about that. Like we'll see I, more will listen. be revealed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That would be really <laughs> unexpected. I mean, all I do pretty much everybody knows I'm on TikTok most of the time. And, um, I'm definitely, I love that. It would be crazy. Hopefully it's not a crazy person, right? <laughs> no, no, we don't polish the silver for crazy people. That's a good point. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely true. <laughs> no, she didn't say she didn't say get out the paper plates, you know. She said polish the silver. <laughs> <laughs> This was great fun. I had so I much know. fun with you. I know so much fun. Okay. All right. So thank you. Check those uh, note descriptions so you can learn more about Shirley. And I'm just my joy to have connected with you today. Thank you.